This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 213. Tune up for Field Day, recorded live on May 21st, 2020. And let me get this microphone thing going here. Let's try that again. There we go. So if you didn't understand that, good evening, everyone. It's Ham Talk Live, episode number 213. Tuned up for Field Day, recorded live on Thursday, May 21st, 2020. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Christian Kudnick, K0STH. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. This is what happens when I move my laptop and take it with me and disconnect microphone settings get changed that's not good all right well last week we had open lines and we were joined uh, also by eric elwell kd4bnt and michael calter whci and paul brown wd9gco and we were just missing hamvention last weekend and uh, so we had a little fun with that and and talked a little bit about what we were missing out on and uh, if you want to catch that show and you didn't get it last week you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. And of course, you can catch the rebroadcast over on WTWW 5085 AM Saturday evenings at about 6.30 PM Eastern time. Uh, just a couple of quick things before we get to Christian here. Uh, want to make an announcement uh, from Dustin Thomas, NHRMA. Um, he dropped me an email to say that the annual state of the hobby survey is now online. So, uh, the more people we get to take this survey, the better the results are going to be. Um, so we'd really like for, uh, people to, to take this. And we talked about this on, on an earlier show, um, about, you know, what the, you know, it does have some limitations because of the sample size and that kind of thing. So, uh, we'd really like to get the sample size up. So if you can take the survey and just answer some questions about your ham radio experience in the last year, that would be really helpful. Uh, there's about three weeks left to participate. And um, there's just a lot of things, you know, if you need statistics to, to prove things or back things up or, or figure out 
uh, audiences and that kind of thing. This is really the only source we have at this point. So please take the survey and spread the word about it. If you want to hear more about the survey and how it's used and how it's developed and all that, uh, tune in to episode 199. Uh, number 199 is about that. And uh, I put the link to the survey in this show description here um, on episode 213 that you're listening to right now so you can get the url because it is kind of long um but if you just look up state of the hobby survey you'll find it but uh, that link is there and it's also on our twitter and instagram and facebook uh, pages so you can get the link direct to um, the state of the hobby survey from there and also want to mention that um John Amadeo, AA6JA, dropped me a note and said that uh, Last Man Standing has officially been renewed for the third season on Fox, and I think that's the ninth overall, Um, and that should start showing up on your TV screen probably around January or so, so congratulations to uh, the Last Man Standing team and the Last Man Standing Amateur Radio Club, and... uh, We'll be hearing them on the air for yet another TV season. So uh, congratulations to them. You'll be hearing more about that as we go. So uh, we're going to talk to Christian tonight. Get your questions ready to go about the tune-up event. We talk about that on this show uh, every year. So we're going to talk with Christian about it tonight. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can call us. The phone number to call in when we get to that point is 859-982-7373, and I'll give out that number again several times uh, before we get to the call-in segment of the show, but uh, if you want to write that down and have it ready, it's 859-982-7373. You can also tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. If you're on Spreaker, you can type in the comments, and we'll get to those. And I see uh, Troy, W9KVR, is already online, so that's great. And uh, we appreciate all those people who've been uh, Checking in with us live on Thursday night uh, pretty regularly lately, so um, that's been a great thing. All right, well, I'll be back with Christian, and um, we'll do that right after this word from ICOM America, right here on Ham Talk Live. Get out and be active with ICOM's new IC705 and its optional multifunction backpack. The IC705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at 1 kilogram or just over 2 pounds with RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz and a large 4.3 inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall. It runs 5 watts with a battery, 10 watts with a power supply. It has sideband, CW, AM, FM, and full D-Star functions, a micro USB connector, Bluetooth, wireless LAN, 
micro SD card slot, integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger, and the speaker mic comes standard and supports QRP operations. The perfect accessory for your IC705 is the optional backpack, LC192, with a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. If a man says something in the woods and there are no women there, is he still wrong? You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Thanks once again to ICOM America for bringing Ham Talk Live your way. Be sure to check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur and check out all their deals. And uh, some news about the, the 705 coming out, I believe. Uh, I think they've got an anticipated date on that now, so check that out as well. And the Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. HamTalkLive.com And... Um, Tonight, daring to come back to the show once again. It's Christian Kudnick, K0STH. Christian is originally, if I can talk, from Baltimore, Maryland, and now resides in Metro St. Louis, Missouri. He's a veteran broadcaster, a two-time Emmy-winning producer, a regular contributor to Amateur Radio Newsline. In fact, he has the lead story on the one coming out in the morning. Just finished that up a while ago. And the creator of the 100 Watts and a Wire podcast, and he's got a new one now. He has a second one called Hour 73, and it's about some of the MCOM things with Ham Radio, and we're going to talk about that a little later on tonight as well. So, so welcome back, Regis. Well, well good evening. I was just going to say <laughs> You know, you have so many smart people. I mean, they're incredibly bright and insightful. And I, and I get the call, and I'm like, somebody backed out. Who backed out? It has to be. So the inside <laughs> joke is that Neil will call me when someone backs out. And it's like uh, Regis was to David Letterman. But let me say, Neil, if people don't know, you've got a ton of friends, right? But they, they probably know this already. You're one of the most genuine hams and people that I've met in this whole thing. This whole thing. We joke and we tease a lot. You've been one of the most consistent friends since I got into the hobby. And I appreciate you. How about that? Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that, Regis. We, we, I ought to button we, it up and then <laughs> I can't follow that. But really, yeah, I, I do. don't know. Okay, okay, I guess that's it. Good night, everybody. Oh, wait, no, I guess we got a show to do. I think I'm mixing up my uh, that was uh, Carson, that was Carson's ending. Song. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> getting married, now, but, right? Now, but uh, the COVID, damn COVID. Yeah, next next Saturday was supposed to be, but uh, we actually got some good news today that we were actually uh. Actually, just got word uh, a little bit ago. We're headed to a drive-in concert. Really? Next Saturday, the day that we were supposed to be 
getting married. Uh, Michael W. Smith is putting on a concert at a fairgrounds down just south of Nashville, and uh, we got tickets, so we're going. Cool. I'm glad things are starting so, to open back up a little bit, and people are, you know, starting to get out of the house. We really needed that. It was, oh, it was pretty. Yeah. We get so we, we're going to a drive-in concert, which has got to be, you know, one of the first. That's drive-in like going, concerts. That's that's just you're gonna get you're gonna get a speaker sit next to you and uh, some mints. Take some breath. No, mints. no, it's 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 on FM. They're doing the FM transmitter thing. So you turn your radio on. Well, that's, yeah, that is car instead of the little speaker thing. There you go. I like that. Well, good for you. I'm glad uh, you'll yeah. be. Taking, and you guys took yeah, it. Re- good. And you had to adjust, and so you're getting closer still, though. You're you're getting closer. Yep. We're going to get there. Stuff out there, but I, I'm I'm happy for you guys. We got the uh, the paperwork done yesterday, so we'll be we'll be yeah, ready we, to go. And does it feel different when you get the paper? Right? I mean, I'm married and all. It's been yeah. A long time. We're going yeah, down. I mean, it's different because it's like you you got a paper, you know, and it still needs a signature on it, but but at least you got a paper that says you're uh, going to signature. Do you need on it? Oh, the, the I, officiant has to has to oh, sign I, it. So I, I you didn't need, you know, yeah. your bra to sign it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard. They're like you know, by the state of Missouri, in my case, and the eyes of God. I was, oh, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> real. <laughs> now that was serious. Mm. But how have you been? How, how have you been going uh, throughout this this COVID? You're not doing the school. You, did you move online? Yeah, we went online, so I've been teaching that. I'm actually still on the on the clock uh, during the day um, for another two days, I guess, for tomorrow and um, Tuesday to get grades done, late work, and meetings and that kind of thing. But it's pretty well pretty well wound down. Uh, I had a staff meeting yesterday, but. It was kind of cool. I was, I was actually in the staff meeting while Julie was driving me down the road. It was kind of cool. That is cool. That is cool. And then you're so attentive. Mm-hmm. Your business on the top. You've got your Malibu shorts on on the bottom, tie, blazer right. on top. Exactly. So fake. It's great. <laughs> great. But those poor kids, they can't walk this year. That's, that's a bit of a bummer for them. They've worked really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we did a video for them, and, and they're going to have a video graduation here um, next Saturday and that kind of thing. And I had to laugh. One of my former students graduated from college, and they did the, the walkthrough. So he set up the TV in his, in his living room and put on his cap and gown and had somebody record him walk across the front of the TV as they read his name. That's great. I feel for him. I feel for him. But they're taking it, you know, this is a weird time. We we don't know. Our parents knew of, and our grandparents knew of troubled times like this. But, you know, you and I don't know anything about this. We know about different things. But a pandemic? Good grief. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just uh, a whole different game, and we don't know what the fall is going to look like either. That's kind of been the, the topic of discussion lately is, okay, now – what are we going to do in August? And so 
We will see. Well, one thing that we're going to do in June. How, how's that for a segue? I love this. Is, that was a really professional. That, that was a good one. That it was a segue, probably not as much, but that, <laughs> you know, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things we are going to do in June, June 12th through 14th, is tune up. Now, you've been doing this for, for a while. Tell everybody about tune up and uh, and how it's gone in the past. And, and are you changing anything for this year? What, what What's going on with tune up? I appreciate that, and I know you're busy, but I would love to have you on the team this year. And I mentioned team. It's a little bit different this year. This is our fourth year of doing the tune-up. We do an activity in the spring, and then we do one in the fall. And the one in October is called the fallout. And it's just an an effort to get outside, try to activate. And it's the same for the tune-up. It happens a couple of weeks before field day. I love field day. It's probably the most popular activity or event and the league does such a great job with it. But, it, you know, if you're running a 100-watt station, it's not insurmountable, but it's tough to hold a frequency down. And if you're operating with your club on field day, you know, you may be assigned to do a shift. You're going to be on 20 meters. But you've built this really great antenna, you know, so you wanna, you'd want you like to hang it and try it out. Well, the tune-up gives everyone an opportunity to, you know, test their own gear, go out there, a little bit away from field day, but, you know, get your antennas, get your radios, get your power. If you're adding so, some solar energy or something to your, you know, kit for either like the parks or your MCOM work, it's a good opportunity to just get out there yourself. Now, of course, with the COVID-19, we've been talking about how it's uh, changed everything in the world and, the you know, how we're doing things. And there was a question about what's the league going to do? Are they going to change and Steve W7UDI, he's our um, net control and manager for the uh, 100 watts and a wire Sunday evening net. He was like, you know, what we could do we could we could do teams and and people could get together wherever they are, get on a team, and um, you know, just get on the air and have fun in a team setting. So I know you're busy, but the door is open for you, Neil. If you're there that weekend, any time, any band, any mode, jump on. And you know, you've done this before as a solo. Up and uh, we we've taken time and just worked some stations together, but this year yep. we'll team up from different places. We're going to keep going. Set up your antenna, any band, any mode, any time that weekend. This time, if you've put a team together, you get on the air. It's not a contest, but at the end you can submit your information, team name, how many contacts you made, that sort of thing, and a random drawing. And Neil, in the past, I've done these, you know. This person wins the battery from BioNO. This one will win a solar panel. This one's going to win an antenna. or you know. And we'd have like 14 prizes, and I was like, you know, we should do this time. Winner takes all. you know. So if you've got a three-person, four-person team, and uh, your name comes out of the random drawing and you win, there you go. You guys can decide who's going to get what or you know, share it, pass it around, but... It's mostly an opportunity for us to get outside in the spring where it's great. You don't have to go out portable, but I encourage you to. We can exercise our equipment. Every time I set up, Neil, I figure something new out. And it's just like that for me. You know, whether it's if I, I'm into emergency communication. So if I get my rig out 
um, get my batteries. Uh, there's always something when I do it that I learn and I can kind of put in my pocket and go, okay, I'll change that. Maybe this didn't work out or this antenna is singing, you know. So the more you get out there and do it, you know, the more you learn. That's that's really the uh, basis for it. So hopefully in June, there's no fee. You know, we're on an honor system, you know, and we basically start you know, UTC goes from Friday at zero hundred UTC through Sunday. It's twenty three fifty nine. So that's Thursday evening at seven o'clock. You can start and get on the air and run all the way up into the net on Sunday at seven o'clock central time and uh, submit your totals. Have fun. Get on the air. And it may be a good way around the whole, you know, clubs are going to change my club here in the city. Well, I can't speak for the club, but the uh, what my understanding is now they're waiting to see if the parks are going to let people gather. You know, usually they'll go out to a local park and set up. They'll get the pavilion. They've got the permit, whatever they need. So right now it's kind of in question how many people, wherever you are, who can get together. And I know there's a lot of people out there like, oh, I'm going to get together with my buddies. I don't care. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of other aspects at play depending where you are in the country of course and what the rules of the parks and the cities and uh, st louis is still doing uh, quite well on the COVID count so uh, some areas of missouri are doing better i think we have the uh, the brunt of the cases but you'd expect that in a big metropolis now i'm starting to to go off neil go ahead fire another question <laughs> well um, you know it it's, it is a waiting game. I mean, we're playing we're playing this with the wedding. We just found out today Ohio is going to uh, allow 300 at a reception. So we're like, okay, then we're covered. We're good. Uh, but every place is, like you said, a little different. And from what I've been reading from the league, and, and we're going to have our, our annual field day question and answer show coming up soon, so we'll get the official word on everything a, a week ahead of time. But, um, you know, the league's kind of saying, well, we're not going to, we're not really going to change anything other than tell you be safe and, and follow the guidelines for your area. And, um, you know, you may want to be thinking about something different this year. And, so kind of goes back to what you're talking about with, you know, every time you set up, you you learn something new, you, you get something different. And so this time is going to be a bit of a waiting game. Uh, you know, a lot of times we've got a plan set up months ahead of time. We know what we're going to do. Well, we did this last year. So, you know, here's what we're going to do this year. And, and, you know, this year it may be uh kind of a last minute call and and you know it it does prepare you for emergencies a little bit better i think i totally believe i i think the league is saying the right things and doing the right things we talked to ria and to rj um she's a director with the league and they do feel that this is an actual emergency situation so yeah, that is true now i don't know how they'll keep score but uh seeing this coming down uh, the lane here, we we realized with the tune-up that, all right, let's be flexible enough to let people, you could do the tune-up alone if you wanted to, but what if you couldn't do field day with your team? And like you said, field day and your clubs, they are anticipating, okay, Neil, you're going to go over there and you're going to pick up the tower. You're going to take it out to the park. Christian, you're going to do this, and, and there's different roles, and people have different jobs and duties, and, and all this may 
just not be. You know, you may only be able to get together. So we just anticipated, and it was really Steve's idea to introduce uh, team play. And I love that anyway. I, I think it's cool to, uh, you know, more people in the air is really the goal of the tune-up. And if you can get out there, maybe it's your first time out there in the spring. You know, for me, this COVID, you know, I, I've got like once or twice a week because I'm working at home. I take a break. I'll go out there and set up the uh, the mast at 25 feet, and I'm tinkering around, fiddling around, come back and work really hard for the company, and and uh, and then try it again on Thursday. Uh, so I've I've got that, but the camaraderie of field day this year is is absolutely going to look so much different. And I'm hoping that with the tune-up, maybe it'll get you used to it if if you can't get out there. I mean, imagine if you're in, you know, New York City, a club in New York or New Jersey, or, you know, in those places. You know you're not going to be. You know you're not just going to be, you know. So it is a, it's a hope that you'll get on the air, have a good time, and maybe leading into field day, it'll be a buffer in, you know, in what the rules will be and how they'll keep score and how will this – this all pan out we just don't know but the tune-up's going to happen june 12th through the 14th you can mark your calendars get whatever job you want pick your team put them together and say hey we're going to get on the air you can do it any time any mode even the uh the ft8 I, I don't care it's all good not a contest all right well i know we've already got a question about ft8 coming up so we'll we'll do that during well, the not, uh you're gonna have the to question handle that. time <laughs> so we'll we'll deal with that and then field day um our annual field day q a show is usually that thursday right before field day and we had planned on uh being live from yoda camp that day so we scheduled it a week earlier so and it's probably good because um it is going to look a lot different this year um than past year so june 18th is uh our field day question and answer show here on ham talk live and uh paul bork uh will be here from the league he's in charge of putting together the rules and everything for field day and 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 collecting the results and everything and um and scores and yeah it's not a contest but they keep score so you know but anyway, June eighteenth, he'll he will be here. I think it's safe. You you say it's not a contest because uh, if you made it a contest, contest because and you're more in tune to contest. That's a whole different log submission thing. It's a whole different beast when it becomes a contest. So, and I know that field day is you know that's a whole that goes back before the uh, you know. Uh, is it a contest? Is it not a contest? And some, you know, has a lot of different opinions. But uh, for us, we keep it a not a contest thing because, you know, there's a lot more paperwork with filing, you know, logs and, and going through that whole process. So random drawing it is. And uh, if you're interested, you can uh, visit the website 100wattsandawire.com. Click the activities tab. It'll let you know all about that. You can bookmark it that way when you you do your gig that weekend. And you can submit your totals right there on the site. Okay. Well, we are going to take a break, but we also want to talk about uh, your new podcast, Hour 73, which is um, 
based on some of this MCOM stuff that we're talking about. So it ties right in. But uh, let's do that after the break. Let's let's go ahead and do that. And then we'll come back. We'll talk about Hour 73. And we'll take uh, all the questions that have come in so far. And we'll take your phone calls right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Jerry, what's up, man? I haven't seen you at Sunbucks in a while. I used to see you every morning getting coffee. What's up? Well, I can't afford Sunbucks five days a week anymore. I had to spend my money on PL259s. You know, those antenna projects I've been meaning to do. I had to do them before my HOA finds out I have antennas. That's too bad, Jerry. I miss seeing you and catching up over coffee. You should get your PL259s from Tower Electronics. They have great stuff. Jerry, you're back. Oh, QRM Heterodyne Frappuccino. That's a good choice. How's it going? Did you get all those antennas up before the HOA police showed up? Yeah, I got them all done. Thanks for telling me about Tower Electronics. Now I can have my coffee. I just saved a bunch of money on my PL259s by switching to Tower Electronics. Don't get caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com or at a ham fest near you. Or give them a call at 920-435-2973. And be sure to pick up some power poles, adapters, and cables too. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. We put the ham in Ham Talk Live. Thanks, Tower Electronics, for sponsoring the show again tonight. They'll be back out on the HamFest tour soon, but you can find them right now at pl-259.com. And Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at hamtalklive.com and be sure to check us out on facebook twitter and instagram and it's time for your calls now so if you have a question for christian give us a call at 859-982-7373 again 859-982-7373 or you can tweet ham talk live and uh, if you're on Spreaker, you can type comments in. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, uh, you won't be able to reach us. Uh, it's Thursday night right now, and we're re- recording this. Um, so Christian K0STH is with us. He's the host of 100 Watts to Wire and Hour 73. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. 
But uh, first, we do have a caller on the line, so we're going to go to the phone. So, Valparaiso, Indiana, hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hi, Christian. Um, actually, I mean... We, 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 should in, we should introduce Paul He didn't mean to call in. He meant to call your cell phone. This is Paul Brown. Oh, is that what that is? This is Paul Brown, WD9GCO, and, and we were we were doing the Larry King thing earlier, so that's why I did the yeah. Valparaiso, Indiana, hello. I made it back from Xenia. You made it back from Xenia last week. Yeah, that was a quick trip. Yeah, I know. Anyhow, um, yeah, I'm. our club uh, was originally planning on um, a neighboring club was going to do the full set up overnight field day thing, and we were going to participate with them. Um, and then this all happened, um, and I just found out that that club is still intending on, on trying to set things up to be safe and do it, but there is still a very real concern, um, especially, I don't know how, you know, other clubs, I assume that a lot of other clubs are, demographically fairly similar to ours where the membership tends to skew older and i'm you know i would be concerned about a lot of the members of my club realizing that it's completely up to them but i would be worried about their health so i'm planning on doing the tune-up um from home it's perfect i think that's uh you know, we were just anticipating this could be the way for field day, if, although field day, I mean, I think you raised a great point. And we, when we were talking about back on, I don't know what episode it was on 100 watts and a wire, we were talking about, I predict it. Now, I'm not trying to be a hero. These people who are attending HamFest, who are doing field day, they're in the, you know, they're advanced age. I mean, I'm going to say that politely. There are elders in our community. It and at the time, it did not feel safe, and I still don't really think it's safe to get so many people together as uh, for this. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it's a tough thing. I get it. I totally get the uh, wanting to open things up, and uh, something that's happening in smaller towns, it makes sense. It makes sense to open it up. But in St. Louis, grabbing all these folks and bringing them out and dealing with that, it's... You know, it's a little scary right now. Uh, for tune-up, you can be anywhere you want to be and uh, select your team. I, I wonder if you're going to get together with any members of Amateur Radio Newsline. Uh, uh, we haven't discussed it. I'm not sure we like each other that much. That part is true. <laughs> um, we're we're going to uh, send Paul back to Xenia again. He went down there to follow a report, right? It's a great gig. I, I, yeah. I did go to, yeah, yeah. And he it was a great report. Five words. They didn't cut. cancel Hambenton. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, because for your average field day, it's, it's almost impossible to realistically maintain the six-foot distance. Um, you're setting stuff up. I mean, it, it's... It, by its very nature, you're going to need like two people holding up a mast or something while somebody's pulling down guy wires or while you're operating. You got one guy operating, one guy logging. It's really difficult to, you know, work and do entries 
when you're sitting six feet away from the guy who's operating. So I'm not sure how it's going to work. And for for personal reasons, for family health issues, I, I can't risk it. I can't risk, I mean, I'm okay, but I can't risk being that guy who picks something up and brings it home. It'll oh, be great. So, uh, what happens. Oh, go ahead, it's okay. You can't wear a, I mean, you're going to wear a mask. I mean, you have to wear a mask and you're going to take calls yeah. in a mask. You know, I get both sides of the argument of we got to, we're going to, we're going to do it. And, um, but, you know, you got to really play smart and it really ties into where you are. I mean, it, it just, it really does. And I, uh, I care for my in-laws as well with uh, compromised immune systems. They, they won't, don't want to at this point head back to church. They don't want to uh, go to the market. And uh, so my wife and I are taking care of those things for them now. And they're relatively healthy, not super old at all. I mean, they're in their mid-70s, but they've got conditions that, you know, you get this thing and uh, that's it. So, uh, you know, it's an individual's thing, but it, it will undoubtedly look different this year. But uh, I, yeah, I think, so be- you know, it, it is a chance to practice. Well, what if we get called up in a pandemic? I mean, what what if we have to deal with this? And so maybe you're not putting up a mast. And how are you going to do that? And and so I can see that. And I, uh, but it's, it's going to take a lot more thought and a lot more planning. Um, and I think a lot of people will just opt for the home station, which is which is kind of what I'm thinking right now, um, but we'll just we'll wait and see. You know what's going on at that point. Try with the team, see how you feel. Put a team together and uh, check your results and and see how you've done. And you know, a couple weeks later, you'll see how field day pans out. But in case your town doesn't do a field day like you're accustomed to, the sharing of the food and the meals and the camaraderie and those. Working with your friends, you know, that's the hardest thing for Xenia was that you couldn't go see your friends. It's a it's a change. It feels like you've been robbed and it sucks. I get it. I know it. But, um, you know, we have to really think this through and and time will tell what it'll look like. And so that's why we shaped tune up this year to be a team thing. Although you're not uh, physically together, you can keep your own scores and. And uh, you know, if you're pulled in the drawing and you win something cool, you guys can share the the prize. But that's yeah. the thought. Uh, I think it's a very good idea for uh, a number of us newsline folks to because uh, we've we've started doing you know the Zoom meetings just because all of a sudden I realized, hey, we've we've got this tool. Why don't we use it? Um, and I think I think it would also help bring us together as a as a you know, as a family to do this. So I think it's a very good idea there. Well, thank you, sir. I'm, I'm proud. I of you. like it. You have a nice voice. You <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul, for right. calling in. Appreciate it. All right, Neil and Christian. Thanks. Good night. Good night, Paul. is the phone number if you'd like to chime in please do at 859-982-7373 we also go over to the twitter machine here 
Uh, Brett, WY7BG, has a question for you, Christian. He says, this year, will the tune-up use an exchange that's possible to do on FT4 and FT8? Well, thank you for that question. As it turns out, uh, with those modes, the exchange is just suggested. Let me put it to you that way. We're talking a call sign. If people have a 100-watt ID, cool, your state, a true uh, signal report would be nice. Now, I know the 100-watt ID would be difficult, couldn't do it, so don't do that part. Just move on. It's not so strict that you can't do that. Just get on the air and have fun. You know, call out that you're working the tune-up. I know you wouldn't be calling out on that mode, but just do what you can within the mode, and that's fine. It's not a rule. I don't think there is a rule, and it's an honor system with your contacts. So, it's you know, that's all. The answer is go ahead and change it to fit whatever mode you need to. Okay, there you go, Brett. So, yes, you can do FT4 and FT8. Uh, you can just uh, drop the part of the exchange that, that doesn't work. Now, for field day, that's a whole different answer. <laughs> so we better point that out. That for field day, yes, you have to do the exchange because uh, we've had that conversation. But actually, FT8, I believe, has that capability now. You have to run it in a special field day mode kind of thing. Um, I'm not sure about four. I haven't done four, so I don't know. But uh, but uh, you got to be able to, to do that exchange. So that's for field day. For tune-up, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Troy W9KBR says you can set up a customized macro in FT8 and manually add what you want. So you could you could put the the 100 ID on FT8. Whatever. So, thanks for that, Troy. Whatever and Chris A4CB is in the uh, house tonight. So Chris, good evening to you, uh, as well as Troy over in uh, in Illinois. He just finished up uh, his. Um, school stuff uh, today so very good and uh yeah he says uh in wsjt chris says in wsjt you can just add your your 100 id number there so we will do that so okay we've got another call on the line so except i just hung up on him (laughs) oops oh he's back Okay, so so here we go. We're, we're going to do the Larry King thing again. So, Liberty Township, Ohio. Hello. <laughs> Good evening, Neil. Good evening, Christian. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Neil, for uh, not saying Cincinnati. I, I'm north, so uh, I appreciate that. Uh, quick question for Christian. Uh, you know, first, I think the team's idea is a fantastic idea. Uh, is there any limit on how many Tim? Tem- team members you should uh, be recruiting i don't think so you know i don't think so i think and hello and thank you for that um i just think that uh you know if you can get a bunch of people together by all means go ahead and do that now there's limited prizes so everybody may not get a prize on your team but you know that's up to you guys you could share it but no i i don't think so i don't i think rules are for this is just you know it's it's off-putting you know so if you can put a couple of people together, a few people or more, by all means, go ahead and have fun. I, I hope to hear you on the air. Well, I will certainly do my best to be on the air that, that weekend. I should be able to uh, get at least one day in 
And, uh, yeah, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the tune up. I think, uh, it's a great idea. Uh, I've been participating in it for a few years now. I, I also, the fallout, I did, uh, one year win that, uh, chameleon MCOM three, which is a fantastic antenna, by the way, I've used it for parks on the air with, uh, some of our club members and they were always impressed with, with, Oh, you know, we should location's not going to be great. We're not going to get a tons of contacts and, you know, we're there for four hours and there's a hundred QSOs on the log. So uh, it works really well. So, all right, Christian. Well, thank you very much for taking the call, answering the question. And, uh, we will talk to you guys on the air. And if, uh, if Paul Brown's all by himself, maybe I'll team him up with him if he'll have me. I mean, he was in Xenia. It was right up the road. We could have done this right. You know, we could practice then. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I waved at you yesterday as I drove through Liberty Township. Ohio, I waved back. So. You didn't see me? I didn't see you. <laughs> no. And uh, and th- that's the other thing, too, I was going to say. We are also um, are having that. I, I think every club's having the same conversation of, are we going to be able to do field day? Um I know our club or some of our our club wants to do it. A lot of the club members want to do it. I'm also uh, with Christian and Paul where uh, I have uh, my youngest son, Nicholas, has uh, asthma. And we're also taking care of my in-laws. So we are making, you know, we're being very prudent. So I think uh, everything will be done from here uh, for this year. And then and we'll see how things go from there. But anyways, I will let you get uh, back to the show, and thank you very much for uh, picking me up, and uh, we'll talk to you soon enough. Thanks, Jocelyn, for calling in. No problem. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 859-982-7373 is the number if you'd like to join in. We've got a few minutes here uh, that you can do that, 859-982-7373. We've got another tweet here from Jacob. I like this. KG7EQN. Christian, this is purely for you. If the late musician Prince was still alive, how high could he hang a wire antenna in a tree by throwing his guitar? He could hang six of them at a time, and this is a this is a little inside joke. But I would encourage everybody. And on the anniversary of Prince's death, uh, I just I, I love Prince's music. He was he was there as I was kind of growing up and stuff. But uh, he played the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and a tribute to George Harrison. And you can find this at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame YouTube page. And he plays on uh, while my guitar gently weeps a great George Harrison song, and he plays with Danny Harrison, Tom Petty. Uh, many others are there as well. And at the end of the performance, which he kills, by the way, you got to see this. It's amazing. He takes his guitar off and throws it up in the air, and it doesn't land. It doesn't come back down. And I just, you know, it's like, where did it go? It's the craziest bit. Uh, some may feel that's a little bit over the top showmanship, but uh, that's the... the uh, genesis of that question he just tosses it up there and it's uh it disappears he walks off it's so you amazing. can do like a five thousand foot in fed vertical and just tie it to the guitar and chuck it uh rest in peace prince there you go all right so, jacob well thank you for that and get on uh get on the uh field day stuff and get on the tune up and let's go crazy Nice. Very nice. 
if you say wear a raspberry beret, don't look up more songs. Don't do that. I didn't have to look that one up now. They're in a little red Corvette. I don't know. Yeah, there and you, you go. The oldie station. You can't do that. If that's oldies, then then wow, I'm but really old. I heard you two uh, like with or without you from Joshua Tree from 1987, mm-hmm. and it's like classic oldies, and it was you. Oh was no, like, no, 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 no! That is not classic oldies. Hurt me. Hurt me. And then it's you know under the under the boardwalk, and then Bono. I'm like, no, that's not working. No, not an oldie. It's great. It's great. But not oldie. Brat WY7BG says that was an epic guitar solo. So there. That's right. There we go. Right. All right. Well, Christian, we, we're going to talk about hour 73, and, and we're, we're already over time. So let me, let me divert here and, and tell us a little bit about hour 73. Yeah, real quick. And thank you for that. I appreciate that. You know, when we hit the, I've been thinking about doing other things. I joined the Aries team here in St. Louis in October. A part of my passion for amateur radio is emergency communications, and it's so much to learn. But as we got later in the year, I started to develop a new show, you know, some where I could talk about broader topics and then enter the pandemic. And so Hour 73 is a podcast that focuses on long-term sustainability. We're taught to prepare for the first 72, and usually that's the first 72 hours could be a power outage. And if you're not prepared... At the end of 72 hours, you may be looking at a FEMA camp. So hour 73, it does encompass a communications element, but essentially it's everyday people looking for ways to be more self-reliant. And uh, we use history, we share ideas and solutions. Uh, The uh, Facebook page is growing. It's active now. A lot of gardening stuff, people planning their victory gardens and sharing things like that, but it's getting back to some of that plain, simple living uh, that our ancestors, Native Americans, uh, early pioneers, they lived a much simpler and happy life. And you know one thing about COVID? It's really slowed us down. We can inventory things in our house. We can kind of edit the way we're living. We may not like everything about it, but COVID really sped this up for me. And so I've put a team together. I, I love building teams of just talented smart people and so we're uh, we're looking to build our capabilities uh, for long-term sustainability in the 21st century so we're about three episodes in it's evolving and it's changing a little bit it gets a little better each time you can find it on facebook hour h-o-u-r 73 and it's less doom and gloom we are uh, sharing ideas together where normal people can become, you know, preppers get a weird word, and I, I respect preppers who are preparing three months out. But the show, we talk about, you know, assessing your needs. You know, where did you fall short? We're talking to preppers. Where did you fall short? Where where are some of the aspects of prepping? Was it your pantry? Was it hard to get? So these are the conversations, but it's more about everyday people and not necessarily those who are super hardcore Buried in the bunker type stuff. We want to have everybody included, just like 100 watts in a wire. Everybody's welcome. Let's just talk. 
So that's that. Thank you for letting me get that out. I hope you'll you'll check it out. You can find it on your your iTunes or your you know Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Take a look for it. And uh, if you dig it, cool. I hope you do. Whew, thanks for that, Neil. Were you prepared? Have yeah. you found? I mean, not toilet paper now. Everybody's got enough toilet paper for the uh, non-digestive problem pandemic thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any shortages? Did you find yourself having a hard time getting supplies? You know, what was it? That's a common theme here. Where, where did you struggle? Well, I, I had enough toilet paper, but I was starting to worry a little bit. It was starting to get a little low. And about that time, you know, it it started to show up if you if you got to the store, you know, in the mornings or, you know, if you, if you went at eight o'clock at night which is my usual shopping time forget it did you change any way so, of how you were getting your supplies did you so go online i i actually uh, wasn't finding stuff online so i actually started going to the store more than uh, online because it was just hard to see what the supplies were yeah everybody so started going earlier in the day too yeah, that helps. And you're getting to that age now where it's acceptable. And you know what? Put the mask on. You put your mask on, yep. nobody knows that you're as old as you are. There you go. But you're looking much older, Neil, and I'm saying that with love, but uh, we're old. Yeah. We're, old. we're the OM. We're the official. We're all show. older than we were when this show started. And I can get to that toilet paper and those vegetables faster than a lot of those other older folks. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, found that and sanitizer. I had some. Um, luckily, Julie had had a stash, so uh, you know, I, I was know- able to, to get that. But, yeah, you know, that's still tough. But uh, I kept saying I should probably go in the chemistry lab and just make some. Well, we, nice. And seal it up. And, yeah, sure. You could do that. A lot of people are doing that. I had holes in my pantry. I was having a hard thing. You know, it's. Things are different to get. I think we've settled in a little bit now. It's a little easier to get some of the things, but some of the stores that I never frequented before have become staples. And, um, you know, so now I go to Walmart. I didn't go to Walmart all the time, but now they're, they've got what I need. They can get what I need, and it's all about my family now. So hour73.com, check it out. I appreciate, Neil, you uh, giving a chance and – but these are the conversations we have and we take a look at history and how we've got through some pandemic type things as a country and, and throughout the uh, world. And just trying to simplify things a little bit to be a little more independent, a little more self-reliant, because we don't know for sure that the system is coming to help us. We don't know this for sure. And for me, it's it's, it's not anti-government now. It's, uh, it's pro building our own capabilities so we have enough to kind of get through like those early peoples now we had a, a kind of a, a prepper themed club meeting at southern indiana amateur radio association a few months ago before the whole pandemic thing and, and he talked about you know a lot of the supplies that you can get and and how to you know prepare for that and and tied it into to ham radio a little bit but the one thing that he really really pushed was this life straw thing and i didn't even know those things existed but but this thing actually filters out pretty much anything and everything 
Yeah, it's like 99%. There's different companies that make them, and uh, like a life straw. I mean, you can go to a pond or a lake. You just don't know. And a lot of people don't think that way. But now we are starting to see, you know, we've lived through a bit of this in several weeks, whether it's 65 days, whatever it is. And uh, we're, just, we're just starting to see, you know, where, what needs do we need? How would we create a plan? And it's not just me. It's a little different than your 100 watts in a wire format. I've got a uh, over 20-year uh, police force veteran, an NRA specialist rifle, you know, all, all these guys. Like, I'm surrounding myself with uh, smart people. We've got historians, people who study and research. And uh, so my role is to, to be the seeker and to be the everyday person and ask these questions that, you know, how do we start? Where do we begin? Okay. This can happen. This is a serious thing. How will I get my next, you know, grocery bump? How do I make it through two weeks? You know, and it's hard when a lot of our our people, we're telling them, you know, not the show specifically, but they say, get three days, get the first 72 ready. If you can stock up two weeks of food, I think we'll be okay. Try to get two. And, you know, some people have trouble putting a meal on their plate, let alone a week's worth of food, two weeks of food in the pantry. So I want to keep it inclusive to a lot of people and we'll learn and kind of grow together by using people who are out there experiencing it. Real-time preppers, real professionals, emergency. And and every preparedness plan uh, should have a radio. So there is radio uh, involved in that too. So we got your amateur radio needs there uh, as well. So I appreciate that, Neil. That's nice. I'm having a good time with it. We can really open up the topics and go toward water and supplies and you know if you have to stick a straw in the water in the pond i hope you're hiking i hope you're camping and you just you've walked so far that you need a drink and out you pull it and you're not in a situation where you absolutely have to depend on that and what do you do what do you do what do i do to purify my water we'll talk about it Oh Lord, Neil, you got me ranting. I think I'm sweating. I, I got you. I got you going. And, and Carl KD9HQT has chimed in here and wants to know if you've ever tried the food from a box like HelloFresh, and that's probably an excuse for not going to the grocery store. I have uh, not tried it. I have a, a different diet than many others. Um, so as a vegetarian, I used to eat fish. Um, so I have a hard time. This is a great question, by the way. The MREs, right? So you can you can store them away and you add water to them. A lot of people who will camp get them. And uh, I have tried. Uh, there was a noodle one I've tried one time. I have to look deeper at uh, vegetarian options uh, for me and my family. It's just my needs. If I ate meat now, it would uh, really tear me up. But that's my, my need. So, uh, yeah, but... They are selling like hotcakes. They're selling like a lot of different things. Technology, certain sec- technology selling now because the world has moved online. They want to look good. They want to sound good. Uh, people who are selling food that you can store away for a long time, they're selling a lot of those too. I have bought like a cache of seeds. You know, I like to garden. I grow a lot. So I've... um I've stocked up in that capacity too. And my garden's growing and we're eating vegetables now from it. So, yeah, but that all factors factors into it. A lot of people love those things, and they're selling. That's a big market right now, Neil, is those uh, – yeah. they used to think yeah. that for no, 
spots, you know, or people that were just going camping. People are stocking their pantry up with these meals, and they're looking for high-calorie, you know, because you need a certain amount of calories each day, and you can get it, you know, if that's the way you want to Freeze-dried ice cream. That's, is that something? Is that in that's there? That's the astronaut thing, yeah, freeze-dried ice cream. Well, that it's sounds good delicious. stuff. It's good stuff. I learned something by listening to your show today. That Neil. was one of the very first uh, astronaut things that you could buy. You, you can just get it off of the shelf. It used to be kind of hard to find. You had to get it to like a museum or something. But you have to mix it with now anything? it's out there. What? You mix it with anything? No, no. It? You just pull it out, and it's just a little like cube. And when the moisture on your tongue hits it, it turns into ice cream. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's in a little pouch thing, and, and it works. Troy W9KBR says he's using MREs for caving trips, so yeah, sense, yeah. it works. Many of you just, you know, if you can boil water, a lot of you see this in camping more than, you know, in other places, I'm sure. But you see people with camping that go up and they'll, they'll boil water. And just add the water to the meal and, you know, gives you what you need. You see it, it's light to pack. You know, you don't have to cook every aspect. You just, if you can heat up your water, build a fire, there you go. There's your meal. Well, there there you have it. And check out Hour 73 for uh, some more of those conversations about uh, preparing for that 73rd hour, which it, it's, it's kind of cool. It's uh you it know, does have 73 nope. it's but got yeah. the am connection there it's uh for long-term sustainability that's where we're looking past that first one fema's going to do okay by you if you don't start thinking about it you'll have a place to go for the first 72 you run out of whatever you might be headed to a fema camp if you're thinking long term you're thinking beyond that period and that's that's what it's about all right well we're going to wrap things up here, but Christian, thanks so much for being on the show again and talking about uh, Tune Up and uh, Hour 73 and everything, and uh, and we'll catch you again soon. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. Take care. Stay safe. All right. That's a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guest, Christian Kudden at K0STH, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and typing in. And invite you all back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. For a list of our upcoming guests, go to hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. That'll help others find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours.